Well, <clears throat> good afternoon and welcome to your DIY Health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram. You can call me retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Thursday, September 19th, 2019. Sorry about that. Got some of the old throat goobers going on here. This program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a, of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Sorry about that. i got to keep clearing my throat, and I don't want to do that in your ear. Anyway, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix it. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing it's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. The DIY stands for Do It Yourself. And there's all kinds of products there that help you do just that. The uh, Longevity products, the science-based clinically verified medical nutrition, the best nutritional products on the planet, the CTFO, CBD oils, which are the best CBD oils on the planet, the uh, Cerule Stem Enhance Ultra, which is the best stem enhance product on the planet, as well as the Pulsed Electromagnetic Therapy Unit that you can find under the Trinity of Health Circulation tab, which is the best unit of its kind on the planet. <clears throat> we don't deal with anything but the best stuff that I've checked out and has been working for me. And I'll tell you what, if it works for me, it's going to work for you. Awesome stuff, and you can find out more about all those things right there on the website. You can also order them right from the website. And if you have any questions, you can hit the contact me button, send me an email or call, and I'll help you get things straightened out. Uh, just keep in mind, I don't answer and check calls and emails during the show, but I do check them afterwards, and anything that comes in will get a response within a few hours normally. And uh, uh, check things out. I'll tell you what, there's some awesome information there, and it's all free of charge. The only thing you're paying for is the products themselves. And uh, other than that, it's all there for your education and entertainment purposes. Now, keep in mind that the products discussed on this show and the hosts and the topics and everything else are those of the opinion of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. And nothing we say on the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes so that you can use this show as a jumping-off point, as it were, <clears throat> to do your own due diligence and your own research so that you can make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. Now, the number to call into the show is 614-426-8787. 614-426-8787. And um, <clears throat> we're going to be talking about different things today. Um, got something on my microphone here. Okay. Anyway, um, just uh, cleaning some things up here as usual on the screen and uh, making sure that everything is. When do I do? 
Monday should be the 23rd. Yep. Just getting stuff out of the way, getting the chat room where I can see it. And I encourage you to utilize the chat room. Take advantage of it. Uh, it's there for your for your use and convenience. Um, I also encourage you to check out the radio shows tab on the on the network on the site. And at the top of the page, you'll see the uh, chat room. Boy, I can't think straight today. At the top of the page, you'll see our archive link set up through Castbox.fm, and all the shows since last October twenty second are uh, archived there. You can share them via email and social media. You can listen to them on your computer. Or if you have a smartphone, you can download the Android or iPhone app installed on your phone. And then you can listen to the shows anytime, anywhere, in the convenience of wherever you happen to be, as long as you got an internet connection, right there on your phone in excellent audio quality. And if you download the TuneIn app, you can also listen to the live shows. So with two free apps, you can listen to all the shows live and recorded, uh, both my shows as well as all the other tfr or excuse me ppn shows that are archived there all kinds of things come up. i've already done two hours of live radio today and it's uh, just never fails one thing after another um, but we are cooking away plugging along and uh, like i said on the radio shows uh, tab at the top of the page is the archive page at the bottom of the page you'll see the facebook link uh, for our Facebook page set up for the shows, and I've been posting articles up there up right up to and until the show, before, right before the show started, as well as the um, chat room, which everybody can access free of charge. And it's all there, like I said, for you. So, one of the things I want to talk about today, if I can find that link, where'd it go? I just had it here. Good grief. Just had it here. Where did that thing go? There it is. Leprosy is back in Los Angeles. Imagine that. You know, basically a biblical disease, a third world disease, is now somehow in Los Angeles, California, U.S. of A. Which actually Los Angeles and California itself has turned into a real third world country all by itself, thanks to the Democrats. But, you know, something that because of their open border policies has allowed things to come in. So if leprosy sounds like some barbaric middle-aged disease, that's because it is. The disease is now rearing its ugly head once again in Los Angeles' uh, surging homeless community. The same homeless community has been at the center of public scrutiny as other diseases, including the plague and typhoid fever, have been reported in the area as well. If you aren't paying attention yet, and uh, Robert's calling in. Yay, Robert, what's up? Hey. Hey. Good morning. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. What's going on? Yeah. You say your show is for entertainment and educational purposes. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> what if I am neither entertained nor educated? Well, then. <laughs> change the channel. <laughs> uh. I don't know. Maybe you should listen more. If you're not entertained yeah. and educated, you need yeah. to be. So keep listening. Something yeah. will kick in. <laughs> yeah, that's just a it's just a little thing, a disclaimer, so to speak, because we're not trying to diagnose, treat, or cure anything here. Although the late the late Captain George Riley always said when she got on the subject of health or mm -hmm. uh, things to do for cancer, et cetera, et cetera. Now we're not. We're not giving diagnosis here. We're just doing this for education right. purposes. You always said. Don't want the federal death, some, federal death Administration yeah. coming down on yeah. us. 
you know, and Some that's what they would do. And I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, they would. They would. It's a disclaimer. Um, yeah. <laughs> and disclaimers are there for a reason, right? <laughs> so they say. You know, I don't really care Even, one way or another. I just do it. You know, it's, it's become a habit, I guess you could say. You know, I say what I say. Do what I do. Oh, yeah. But, I agree. But uh, you don't want to buy any trouble. No more than you no, already have. So. I don't go looking for it. I'll deal with it on if it shows a, up. <laughs> and you will, yep. James. And you will. On another subject, uh, I guess Roger's off the air for a while until he gets his yeah, audio Yeah, he's issue. having issues with his software. And until he gets it straightened mm-hmm. out, he's been running replays all week. Unfortunately. So yesterday was a replay? Yeah. I could have swore it was live. Okay. Yeah, right. I thought so too. I tried to call I, in. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I got, to, when I tried calling in, I got the thing that the system isn't online. And I said, well, that's weird. And yeah. uh, I sent him a, an IM through Skype and he says, yeah, it's a, it's a replay. And I said, oh, no wonder Ooh. I couldn't get in. <laughs> that's thought, it. It sounded vaguely familiar, but I thought it was just a, a twist on a new show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been uh, Monday. He didn't even get a, he had so much trouble. He just, you know, backed out. And by that time, there was nothing he could do. It was just dead air for two hours. But uh, Tuesday yeah, through today has all been replaced. Well, James, with your vast knowledge, is there anything you can do? Can can you can you give me any guidance, any tips? Not, any? Short, not really, because a lot of his issues are on the PC version of the software, which I don't use. And uh mm-hmm. The real one to to help him out with it is Paul, and I'm mm-hmm. sure they've been working at it. You know, Paul's just got you know they're getting their schedules together so they can get together and talk about it as part of mm-hmm. the issue. But figuring out what's going on without being there in Ecuador looking at his computer sometimes can be a real problem. So uh, that's that's kind of where the issue is. Is uh, mm. uh, it's something he's probably going to have to kind of figure out on his own with maybe a little bit of help from Paul across the pond. But uh, mm-hmm. overall, he's got to figure out where the settings got messed up and how they get put back where they belong. And there are a lot of different settings on the different programs. You know, I've got seven or eight different programs running all at one time to mm-hmm. to keep this thing going. And his is the same way. We just have different software because I've got the Mac things and they've got the PC things. And uh, I played around with a little bit, you know, because I had one, I had a PC that I was, you know, put the software on to play with it because originally when we were starting things up i was kicking around whether i wanted to just get a, a pc to run the show from and uh, then i came across uh, some really good software um, on the mac side that basically does everything that the pc versions did and so you're I talking about what what's that you're talking about uh broadcast using this software yeah, tool? well, the butt is the same. They have a cross-platform version for Mac and Windows. And okay. um, the the one thing, I they have one, I forget what it's called. It's it's basically a, an, an electronic uh, mixer on your computer. Mm. And mm. that program is only PC. And it I searched and searched and searched and couldn't find anything uh, even close to it until I tracked down a company that has um, um, a... It's a, it operates totally differently, but it does the same kind of thing. And it's really quite mm. flexible. And I can mm. basically set up anything I want, and it all mm. runs. So I've got all different input devices, and I can have ex- export going to different places. So I have it going to Skype, and I have it going to re- my recording software. It's a really mm. cool program. I had to pay for it where the other one was free. 
Mm. But uh, it does what I it does, and it does it very well, and it seems to be working. So that's what I've been using, and that's why when uh, well, like when we were gonna at one point when we were trying to get Dr. Jennifer Daniels on, she's a Mac user mm. too. So I basically spent a couple hours on Skype going over things with her, helping her get things set up, and then I don't know what happened, but she just never got around to going live. But um, you know, she's just mm. got so much going on. I think. But I'm the Mac person. Whenever someone, whenever they find somebody that wants to do it, uh, um, that is a Mac user, then they get me and hooked up with them to tell them how to set things up and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So, mm. Uh, you know, so far we haven't. You know, Jennifer's the only one that we've tried to do it with, but uh, everybody else is PC people, I guess. But um, you know, if and when it happens, I'm confident I can get them up and running. If they if they know their way around their computer, I can get them set up so they can do it. But um, I don't know. I'm not sure how long it's going to take. I'm hoping Roger will be back on the air soon because everybody misses him, obviously. And uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I while he's he's got plenty of great replays to run, I'd rather listen to some new stuff too. <laughs> and uh, especially you know, tomorrow when when Brent's on, I love having on Fridays. I'm always cleaning the house and I'm listening to them while they're do, while I'm doing it. Yeah. And, uh, it's just one of those things that... Uh, oh, do you, you hear that? Yeah, I that? just brought uh, Chuck called in, and he's in a bad area again, apparently. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. he called in and okay. merged him. But uh, I don't know what's going on there. He called me before the show thinking he was he was late. <laughs> he got his watch messed up or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, things were, were sounding kind of weird then. So I don't know... Oklahoma is just a weird area for his phone. <laughs> he needs to either change yeah. states or change phones or something. <laughs> I did change phones. <laughs> Do what? I did change phones. Well, you need to change back. The other one was better. This one really sounds bad. Really? Yeah, it's all weird. Uh, it's digitizing and breaking up and doing all kinds of weird stuff, but um, and there's background noise besides. It's like staticky and it's it's weird. It's metallic staticky. It's uh, it's just uh, strange. But you know, today's the first day I've heard this kind of stuff. You know, in the past, whatever you had was at least when when we got a good connection, we could hear you okay. But this one's kind of funky. But uh, it is what it is. We'll adjust <laughs> as much as we can. But I was I was just reading an article about uh, leprosy is back in Los Angeles, along with the plague and typhoid fever, thanks to all these uh, open border policies of the Democrats letting everybody and everything through uh, without any yeah. checks and balances. And, and people sleeping on the streets. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bad. And, you know, the, the conditions that they're in, you know, are just going to make it spread even worse. Uh, mm -hmm. Things are really mm -hmm. going to get nasty. And leprosy is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, we found... Uh, so to speak. Yeah, we yeah, we found ways of dealing with it, but uh, still in, you know, you know, colloidal silver will knock it out. But uh -huh. uh, getting to all the people before they spread it and, you know, that kind of thing, once it gets rolling, and again, th these are all things that... You know, common uh, cleanliness has done away with, except for third world countries where all these people are coming from. And uh, thank, you know, thank the Democrats, you know, who won't fund anything and 
you know, everything Trump's trying to do, you know, they cut off funding through Congress, so there's no money for it. And, you know, instead of putting money into closing the borders, they, they give it all away to people that come across the borders. And uh, we're, we're going to be paying for it here before long. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is this any... What's that? Is this any better? A little yeah. bit, I think. You're still yeah. breaking up a little bit, but give it a try. Well, <clears throat> it's just like I told Greg. He, posted, he had posted that <clears throat> as soon as I clear my throat. Um, isn't it funny? <laughs> you're fine and don't even know your throat is not clear until. Yep. <laughs> until you go to. Uh, no, it's like I told Greg before, and that some for some reason we keep forgetting this. But Ron Paul has already addressed this issue, and he's made the statement that the reason they keep coming over the border, regardless of whether you put up a fence or not, is because the government itself is offering benefits for yeah. these people in South America to come up here. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, yeah. Then and you know, and, when Obama was in office, he was running ads down there saying, come here and we'll pay yeah. for everything. They had yeah, the exactly. Chinese women coming over here to have babies. They were running ads in China for that stuff. They're, it's purposely done well, to destroy who, this country. Well, and who knows whether that stopped or not. The, are you there? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think they've drugs. stopped running the ads, hopefully. Well, I don't know. Obama might still be paying for them. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but it wouldn't surprise well, me if they were still running those ads down there. You know, it's not the government yeah. now. It's, it's, it's Obama yeah. and Soros and company. But the bottom line is... You know, we need to cut off all of these benefits. Anybody that's yeah. not here, that's not born and living, you know, raised in the U.S., they need to be off the government tit immediately. I mean, cold turkey, this is it. You ain't getting nothing. Go home. And uh, I'm sorry, but that's the way it ought to be. And that would stop the yeah, inflow. No. You know, if people, yeah, if they so had to work to make money, then we would be back to the way it used to be where... You had migrants coming up to pick whatever, and then they would go back home afterwards because the money dried up when the jobs were gone. But, you know, that was something we could deal with. But having this thing where it's open and anybody comes in and they just get free everything, especially when they're getting two to three times what a, you know, a senior citizen who has worked their entire life and paid into the system, the little bit they're getting, you know, usually a lot, you know, between one and two grand a month, you know, and Social Security and that kind of stuff. And then you get these people that have never done a lick of work in the U.S. at all, and they come in and they're getting twice that, three times that. And, yeah. you know, systems yeah. are set up to show them how they can milk the system and get the absolute most possible money. And that kind of stuff has got to stop. And I, that's the thing that, you know, ticks me off that Trump should have mm -hmm. done. Simply, he could do that with an executive order. Yeah. Because all of the branches that are paying these funds out are executive branches. And they're under his di di direction. And he could write an executive order saying all non-U.S. citizen stuff is hereby shut off. Not a penny to anyone. And that's that needs to be done. Yeah. And so the, but then you got to look at it, too. It's no different than the Social Security debate that they have every year they always have a card to play and to hold over the american americans heads so that they sound good chuck it's a stupid game that they 
Yep. It's crazy. They, they hold, they, they play these cards and I think Trump is no different. And the other point is this too, that I, I want to bring up is that Trump had, it's been said many times. I, I think Rick Wiles is probably one of those, but others that have said that made the statement that Trump loves debt. He knows how to play it. He knows how to use it to his advantage and he loves debt. And no, it's not, it's Holter, Bill Holter and those guys said that too, that, that he's, so our hopes of him getting rid of the uh, Federal Reserve and destroying it and all that stuff, because I know Roger was big on that. I don't think it's going to happen. I just don't. I don't think I don't think Trump is who we uh, was hoping he was. One and two, we're putting our hopes uh, still in a president to come in and turn things around. That's not how it works. It doesn't work that way anyway in the Constitution. Well, the people got to do it. Uh, he's a leader. But he's not the government. Nope, he doesn't are. have that authority. <laughs> huh? We yeah. Are. We keep wanting him to do But here's the thing. All eyes are turned on the federal government. They're not turned on the local government. Mm -hmm. We are the local government. And how we live, everything dictates off of that. Yep. And we're not doing it. So as a whole, there's not enough of us yet. I wanted to bring this up that we're... We're trying to go to a conference. There's a the conference that I've talked about going to in years past in California where the pastor moved out and went to Idaho. He's up uh, near the Canadian border now and uh, got his conference. You still there? Hello? Oh. I think yep. uh, he must have got a bad signal or something. Dropped off. But, uh, I did. Well, yep, you're it, you're it, still wherever you're at. You got a really crappy signal, Chuck. That I don't. I'm outside. <laughs> well, what can I say? You're still in Oklahoma, right? <laughs> yeah, but oh, boy, let's see. I was on the internet. I mean, uh, Wi-Fi. I don't know what the. Well, that's the problem. If you're outside and you're on Wi-Fi, a lot of times going through the walls, you know, if I go outside, my Wi-Fi drops off about 10 feet from my house. And when you're going back and forth between Wi-Fi and uh, the phone system, there's a, a drop-off. The handshake for the phone and the system drops off, and you're going you're gonna to split up. you got to either be inside on Wi-Fi or outside on the, on the phone system. I actually, at times, I have to turn my Wi-Fi on my phone off because... I'll get outside, and it wants to still connect to Wi-Fi, but the signal isn't strong enough to maintain it, so I can't get anything. Right. And um, you know, so that's something you got to be aware of. If you're on Wi-Fi, you ought to be in the house closer to the router, and uh, you should be in better shape then. Well, I was, but you connection. said it was crap. <laughs> you said <laughs> maybe you so need I to turn Wi-Fi off and just stick with the uh, the phone well, system. Um, I don't yeah. know, but, uh, but uh, anyway, am I clear now? Yeah. You're not bad now. Okay. Well, I was going to say is they got this conference is coming up here in, in the first part of October. They're going to, uh, the, he's in this in, in course I've talked about John Weaver before he's coming as always. And, um, there's another preacher. I don't know if he's still preaching or pastoring or not. He's Thomas McConnell. They're going to talk about community. 
uh, Christian building a Christian community type thing. Um, and talking about the American readout, redoubt. Uh, but he he's up there in this area, and uh, I found this interesting. He he's had he has a survival store that he opened. He opened one up in California, and when he moved, I guess he started one there where he is now. And uh, James Wesley Rawls comes in every so often. So Ooh, I, like I didn't him. know he. For people who huh? don't know, he's the guy that wrote Patriots, and right. it's an awesome book. I've got the original version. I've got the downloaded original. They had the first thing was an e-book called Tia Tawaki for the end of the world as we know it. And then he wrote one back um, prior to Y2K that was Y2K-based, and then he came out with a revision of it around 2009 that um, actually talked about Obama and stuff like that and was updated more towards the crash of society as a result of democratic crappy policies. And uh, mm. it's a survival guide in a really good novel. And uh, for those that haven't read it, I encourage you to get a copy. It's really What's the name good. of the guy? What's that? James Wesley Rawls. Yep. James Wesley. Oh, okay. R-A-W-L-E-S. Gotcha. He's a former okay. Army intelligence officer. And, uh, uh, you know, Basically, okay. has a lot of lot of uh, experience and research and things like that. Um, he's got a blog, I think he does. I can't remember the name of it. It's like Survival Guide or something like that. Um, I'd have to double check. It's been a while since I've looked at it. But yeah, uh, if, some. If you do a search for James Wesley Rawls, you'll find him. I found uh, it. He's he's I uh, very very knowledgeable. So yeah, any chance you have to hear him speak, <laughs> it's worth it. Mm. So I, he's not speaking at it, I don't think. But mm. he, I think he invited him to the conference. So we'll see what happens. He's supposed to be a Christian of some sort, mm -hmm. but um, maybe of a reformed faith. I'm not sure. But Might anyway, be Catholic uh, based on what's in the books. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe. But he was on that survival show, and uh, um. Weaver has, no, I don't know. I don't know. I have to ask Weaver. Weaver knows him mm -hmm. and has talked to him. So, but it did sound like that in the book yeah. because of having the, the Catholic was the prayer leader or yeah, something. Yeah, chaplain guy was, a, was they had Catholic a, and all this They had stuff. a mixture of Jew and a... Yeah, he kind of mixed them all in there. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know how... Maybe things have changed since then, though. I don't know. I don't if know. he's been talking to Weaver, surely they've changed. Um, <laughs> Randy Weaver? No. No, John Weaver. He's a pastor. Oh. He's a pastor in Georgia. Uh, hmm. But he gets around to a lot of conferences. They know Brent Winters. Brent knows him. Hmm. Uh, he speaks highly of him. He knows uh, Warren Campbell at the church I'm going to and and he's friend, and we're all friends with uh, Matthew. Uh, oh, the the guy that wrote the um, magistrate book, the lesser magistrate. Matthew. I'm familiar with that. I can't think of his name. He's up in Wisconsin. So anyway, there's like a small circle. They all know each other, <clears throat> and uh, so I'm. I'm interested in bringing Roger's book up there 
Brent, uh, John Weaver has the book, but I don't know that he's read it. And he knows Roger. He knows who he is. But I haven't gotten him. Uh, I don't know if he's read the book. Or I thought he had. I don't know. But anyway, he hadn't done anything with it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I am excited to go back up there and talk to him. Cool. Uh, the information I've learned since the last time I've been up there. Yeah, but, I think I think we need to uh, start a movement where we get all these small towns, especially border towns, to just start stopping everybody. Take you know the government's not going to do it. The local people need to, and uh, you know if if a if a town decides that they're not going to allow illegals in, and they just start enforcing it and they start picking people up and chucking them out. Uh, you'll start seeing some changes. The big problem is right now the influx is so so bad because of the numbers coming across that a lot of people can't deal with it, you know, the small towns. And especially when, you know, right on the border, you're dealing with the cartels. And those guys are, you know, better armed than most small urban, you know, suburban police you know, departments are. Um what they need to do is start rounding up. You know, most of these small county communities have military veterans. Say, okay, we're going to deputize you people, <laughs> and we're going to start doing our own thing. And if someone comes in and they open fire, you're powered to shoot back and do your thing. I think if they start doing that, we'd see some changes. I really do. But you know, we've got to. You know, the one thing that definitely has to come from the federal government is we have to shut off all these benefits that are being paid to these people. You know, if they come to this country illegal, the only thing they should get is prison. Or they get to go home. You get your choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, they're, they're doing that old tactic of what they did in uh, Israel when they, when, um, I think the Syrians probably did the same thing, but the Babylonians... When they came in and took over southern, southern Israel, they took a lot of those. They didn't take, I don't think they took them all out. I don't know they didn't. They didn't take them all out. They left the remnant there, but they took a lot of the uh, leaders out, like Daniel and the princes and all that. They took them out, and I think they replaced them. They mixed people in to some of those countries. I think that was their habit. And uh, that's what it appears to me what they're doing now. They're flooding the United States with non-Americans who don't have a heritage here. Yeah. And they're, they're bringing over... to dilute the-, the country and just destroy it. Yeah. yeah. Watering Take us it down, down to third world status. Well, they, yeah, they want us more... Because those people are used to being dependent. They're in, uh, dependent. They're not independent. They don't have that uh pioneering spirit and they're also from countries that have been in power and had all the power so they're more likely to give in if the government says okay you got to give up guns you got to do this you got to do that they're used to being told what to do because that's the way every other country in the world does it they're subjects they're not citizens so to speak and that's a big part of the problem is the mentality of the people coming in is one where, hey, I was told I can come here and get everything free, so I'm going to do that. They're automatically the kind of person that doesn't want to work. They're just going to come in here and, you know, like a like a tick, they're going to attach on and suck them dry. And, you know, any creature gets enough ticks on them and they're going to kill them. 
you know, that's all there is to it. They're going to suck them dry. And that's what we've got to realize in these stupid, idiot, democratic policies, um, socialist policies, is going to destroy this country if we don't stop it. Between that, between the socialists and the Islamists, those two things are going to be the death of this country if we don't turn around and say no to it. And, you know, in my opinion, any, any single person who espouses Islamic stuff should be sent out of the country immediately. It's totally un, uh, uh, what's the word, incompatible with our constitutional form of government. And Islam is not a religion. It's a political ideology. It's mm-hmm. based on the complete and total uh, takeover of the entire world. Anybody, it's, it's the old, you know, join or die. And the stuff that they do is just unbelievable. And we should never have allowed the first one into this country. But we need to start rounding them up and shipping them out. And I don't care, you know, unless they're unless they, you know, profess to be a, a born again Christian. And I know people they're they're few and far between, but you know, I've known Islam Islamic people that have converted. And they really are in they're taking their life in their hands when they do that because the regular community we have one guy at the old church I used to go to, he uh, got born again and he was attacked in his community and they beat the living snot out of him his head was swollen to the size of a basketball he was in the hospital who was this for now, two Jim? months what's that who was this you're talking just about? a guy that uh one of our uh one of our ladies was out on bus visitation knocking on doors mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, she started talking to this guy and his mm-hmm. name was mamadou <laughs> not gonna say his last name but uh no, good guy too. and uh but he mm-hmm. was from uh somewhere uh, one of the Eastern uh, African Islamic countries. And mm-hmm. um, she basically, uh, he had a lot of questions that she couldn't answer. So they called the pastor down and they basically uh, witnessed to him and he, he got saved. And the day he was supposed to be baptized, uh, that uh, early morning, he, he uh, was attacked by a whole bunch of people from his neighborhood because they all live in groups. And they who just didn't like his He was stabbed several times and pounded with, you know, everything under the sun. He was in the hospital for like two months. But when he got out of the hospital, he did come and get baptized. And I picked mm-hmm. him up for church every Sunday, twice a day, Sunday morning and Sunday evening for almost two years. Because uh, he was in, he didn't have a car and he lived a ways from town, you know, from the church. So I'd pick him up every day and bring him in. And uh, good kid. But uh, that's what happens when uh, a Muslim converts, and very few people do it because of that. But the ones that do, I, I mean, it's they're taking their life in their hands. If they say they're a born-again Christian, they get you know baptized and all that. Um, those are the only Muslims I would allow to stay uh, because, you know. What, and that would uh, be a short list for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah, that's a short list for that reason, yeah. Yeah. But what anybody did, else, I don't care whether they claim to be, you know, not a not practice. If they say they're Muslim, they're out because it's a proven fact that, the, you know, number one, their holy book tells them it's okay to lie to any infidel. And I just posted something the other day from a guy that um, who has been functioning in Islamic countries for years. And basically they say there is no such thing as a moderate Muslim. They're just sleeper cells, basically. And when the time comes that the Muslims are the um, majority 
and they ha- that's how they do it. They come in and they slowly, you know, inbreed into the country until they're the majority. And then any Muslims who are not practicing and all that, they automatically become because they either got to do it or they're going to get killed. And they, you know, they're not going to, they're going to step away from that stuff. So they just, you know, automatically become just as bad as the rest of them. And, uh, I, I haven't, I'd have a zero tolerance policy for that. You know, we get rid of all the Islamicists and then we get rid of all the socialists and, you know, because it's the same thing. They are espousing a political ideology that is 100%, 180 degrees uh, diametrically opposed to our constitutional form of government. And we already have laws on the books prohibiting those kind of people from being here. We just need to enforce them. And I don't care if you were born here or not. If you're going to be a, you know, an American communist, you get kicked out and you go find somewhere else to live. There's plenty of other communist countries you can shack up and get be happy in. Uh, but, yeah, they, no but their whole thing is all about conquest and destruction. Uh, that's why they come here. And that's why they're doing what they're doing. And we need to change that or we're going to be hurting. But that's my soapbox for the day. <laughs> It's your show. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I could, you know, if that was the case, I'd go back to my article on, uh, uh, what was this, uh, leprosy. <laughs> yeah, nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, I'll tell you what. But, but, but you know, we got problems here, and all these things are happening because of the these stupid policies that, you know, the progressives have brought in, and... That's, you know, that's what bugs me about Trump. You know, some things that he could do with a, you know, lawfully do with a executive order and he hasn't. And, uh, and now the stuff that, you know, the anti-gun things are creeping in with the red flag laws and stuff. If he actually signs one of those, that's my, that's where I stop supporting him. You know, I go back, you know, in the past, I have always voted for the Constitution Party or somebody like that uh, because I thought they were the right person for the job. It wasn't until 2016 that I could see the writing on the wall that, you know, I knew Trump wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but he was the only one that could, you know, be in. If, if, if we voted against, you know, for somebody else other than him, that would be technically a vote for Hillary. And I wasn't about to do that this time. I wasn't that crazy. Uh, before I stood on principle when, when you could do it and not have things turn out so bad. But... Um, that's the problem now. He was the lesser of two evils that I had to vote for uh, because of the pure evil that would have gotten in otherwise. And at this point, you know, look what we got now. I mean, <laughs> uh, the, all the all the people that the Dems have up there, I mean, like I said, finding a decent, you know, candidate there is like trying to find a Tootsie Roll in a septic tank. You know, <laughs> good luck. Uh, ain't going to happen. They're all a bunch of nut jobs. And, uh, of course, you know, on the other, the positive side, if one of those one were to get in, we would probably end up with a, another revolution and it might straighten things out. It'd be one thing or the other, either, you know, hopefully the military would side with us. We get rid of all them suckers once and for all, and then, you know, go back to a true constitutional form of government. But it depends on who the leaders are that come out of this. Uh, at the end, right. you know, they may let they may let some one of us 
that has an idea of what's right lead the charge. But when the, everything's said and done, who knows who's going to be stepping forward all of a sudden. And then, you know, whoever was leading in the beginning gets put in the background. So, um, they're going to want to try to lead it. The problem is it's exactly what our four, what the, uh, forebears, the forefather, not, I don't want to call them fathers. I don't like that. It's, uh, the forebears, the founders, the founders, what the founders was some of the founders had said is that you have to have an educated people. Mm -hmm. One, and they're not educated Christian and on people. <laughs> Yes, and that that was been said too. And they need, but they're not educated on the things they need to be educated on. They're dumbed down. Oh yeah. And so we have a totally different uh, mindset now of the people who we need. You know, I hate to say this, but the only way to really get anywhere fast to at some with some speed of time would be a calling to happen. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that would be, I, I blame the public fool system, Yeah, you know, for yeah. years and years and years, that socialist policies that have been brought up through, you know, they, they bring in teachers with that mindset and then they set up policies that allow these teachers to indoctrinate the children. And now they've got the kids in college area where they're becoming active. They're old enough to vote and they're totally brain dead and spoon fed and haven't got a clue as to what's going on. They just believe this BS that's being shoveled into their heads and they start, you know, acting on it. And that's where how we ended up with Antifa. That's how we ended up with all these bozos that are running around that haven't got the first idea of what's going on and how this country's run. But they're all in favor of socialist policies. Everything's got to be free and handed to them. And uh, as a result, you know, we've got to deal with that. And. It's so, in, you know, other than the, the Christian schools and a few decent colleges out there, um, everything else, the entire educational system is bent towards screwing people's brains up. And that's why I don't recommend college to anybody anymore. You know, unless, you know, if you're, if you're wanting to go into engineering or something like that, then you find a good, uh, like Hillsdale in Michigan or, or a good Christian college that has those kind of programs, but don't go to a state school or don't go to an Ivy league school because you're going to be indoctrinated and, and you're oh, going to yeah. basically get a, a, a socialist lobotomy and uh, that's not good and bad news for the country. But, yep. you know, that's, that's where the root of things. And that's why I say, if you, if, if you're a parent and you have kids in a public school, you're a bad parent. <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, you've got to get those kids out of there and educate them properly. Um, and you just, you know, too many people, you know, oh, I can't afford to. You know, and you've got, the, you've got two parents that are working, and they're so busy trying to keep up with the Joneses, having the house and the two cars and everything else. The kids the are Rams. more of a pet than a child. And why did you have kids in the first place if they weren't important to you? And you're, you should be willing to make the, you know, sacrifices necessary so that one person can stay home and educate the children. Uh, that's the only way to do it, really. You know, and if we would do that, you know, if we could survive a generation <laughs> while that's happening, um, things would really change around. But, you know, 
it's I think at this point too little too late but um, yeah, who knows may we always live in interesting times as the Chinese uh, curse or you know, whatever it is goes and we are definitely doing that it's weird mm, the next yeah. few years are going to get really crazy if they manage to uh, you know through their you know shenanigans control the results of the next election if they're you know there there will have to be a an uprising of armed citizens otherwise that's the end of this country as i see it so what say ye <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna do a little health uh testimony and then oh. ask you a question sure um I got I got a, a yesterday I didn't take any stem cells and I laid off for a day because uh-huh. I did this once before I I don't remember oh I was working and I didn't I forgot to bring some with me uh-huh. so I went all day without doing it and then I got when I got home I took some and not too long after I took it that knot had gone down <laughs> so I thought, okay, well, it's weird, you know, but I've heard this through, through within the natural health community that some people will take off a day or two and off their supplements and stuff, and then they start back up on it because the body gets immune to it, basically, it, where it, it doesn't absorb it. it. And you don't really yeah. notice the what's going on. And, yeah. you know, with this stuff, it's it's subtle in many respects because it's just activating and you know, getting the stem cells out so they can do their job. There's no telling what they're going to do because most people don't realize that you may have a lot of things under the surface that you don't even know exist, that they might be quietly fixing. And because you're not feeling any immediate results of it, you don't realize that it's actually helping you when it is. And that's why I yeah. tell people they need to do a 90-day protocol of at least two bottles a month before they judge it up or down. Because there are so many different things going on in the body. You could have aneurysms that you don't, you know, you don't feel it until the thing ruptures. And, you know, it will help repair those things. And, uh, you know, if you stop ahead of time and they before they have a chance to do their job, then you're a loser. <laughs> um, but, yeah, a lot of people, they get... Uh, they get to the point where they just don't notice anything after they've hit that, you know, they've had the big, the rush at first where they felt it. And then all of a sudden it becomes usual and you're not feeling anything new. And then when you get off of it, all of a sudden you feel a slump. Oh yeah. Okay. It is working. (laughs) And then you Mm -hmm. get back on it and come back up Mm -hmm. again. You know, the key is just to be consistent knowing it's helping you, you know, whether you feel it or not. Yeah. I, well, I stayed off of it yesterday and then this uh, morning, I was feeling of it, and I was like, wow, it's gone. It, I didn't even take any yesterday, and it was – so I must still have stem cells circulating in the body or the uh, enhancement and uh, and stem cells circulating in the body somewhere because it had gone down. It's it's a little smaller now. And so – and I'm just saying this because I kind of felt like I hit a plateau and uh, where it had shrunk and then kind of – stayed stable for a while the same and so i thought well i'm gonna give it a break and uh and i did and so this morning it's smaller than it was um 
That's so cool. I may do this on day on day off, taking the stem cells, see how it works. Mm-hmm. I got up to s- taking seven pills at one time for a couple of days, and it didn't seem to do anything. So it's better to spread them out, do two caps three times a day, kind of thing. There's a three hour window from the time you take the stuff through that you know till it drops off, and you take some more. Uh, if you take it all at once, it's, you know, I haven't heard of anybody getting great results that way. But when you do it two caps, you know, two times, three times, four times a day, it's spread out and it has a chance to really do its thing. Because if you take seven caps at one time in three hours, there's pretty much nothing left. So, you know, this way you spread it out and you get continued results across the time period. Okay, so you take two at a time and you can increase it. From three or more? Yeah, just the number of times you do it. I, I, get okay. up, I get up in the morning, I take two, I take two in the afternoon, and then I take two right before I go to bed. Uh, mm-hmm. Because your body does a lot of healing at night, and I figure this way you'll have more stem cells at night to do it. But uh, that's basically what I've been doing, um, and it uh, it seems to be working really well. I'm, I'm seeing a more uniform uh, improvement where every day things are good instead of up and down, up and down, up and down. And, um, okay, more state, state, more stability. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be working for me that way. And, uh, that's what most of them, you know, the doctors that are doing the stuff and have been using it for a while, that's what they're recommending. Do two caps, uh, everything, you know, couple hours or three to four times a day, however you want to do it. There's some, was one person that John met out in, uh, California at the conference it takes 12 caps a day and they must do like two, you know, six times a day, I'm guessing. But, um, you know, they're basically, they were, you know, bedridden and this gets them at least to the point where they're functioning and doing okay. Um, so that's what they're doing and they're happy with it. And so, you know, hopefully okay. they'll get to the point where their body heals enough that they'll back off of that for, you know, to a maintenance dose. But, um, you know, if I if I had the choice between, you know, vegetating in bed or taking twelve a day and being able to do stuff, I'd do twelve a day. <laughs> you know? right, right. And uh, but I found it's really helping me. You know, I had uh, my son came over yesterday and got some manure uh, from out back and brings the truck in and I hopped on the tractor and loaded it up and you know after that we're standing out in the backyard for probably an hour talking. And before I started the stem enhance, I wouldn't have been able to stand there 15 minutes before I had to find a place to sit down. And we were standing there the whole time, and I didn't have any trouble at all. I was fine. My legs were working great. You know, walking around, no problem. Um, it has really made a difference for me in my legs. And uh, slowly but surely, I'm going to get to the point where I'll be, you know, walking more. And I'm hoping to get to where I can jog again. Uh, that's, that's my goal. And uh, I'm hoping, you know, I'm just going to give it time. I'm not going to be in any big hurry. But I'm seeing the little the little results over time that uh, I know I'll be taking this stuff as long as they make it. You know, it's good stuff, and it's working. And I'll tell yeah. you what, the business aspect is nothing to sneeze at either. Um, <laughs> it has really paid well, and it's it's doing great. I've made 
you know, they're, they're fast start things. The first goal is a thousand you have to do in the first 30 days. I hit that and I got a hundred dollar bonus. Then the next one was 3000 in 30 days and you get a $300 bonus. The next one is 7,500. They give you two months for that. And I have, uh, till the end of this month to hit that one is a $750 bonus. And right now, uh, I'm on track. If, uh, things keep going, uh, hopefully I'll hit it. Um, and even if not, you know, if you don't hit it in the fast track, you still get a bonus when you reach that point. It's just a little smaller. It'd be like a $300 bonus or something. But, um, you know, the company is great. I've been very, very impressed with the company and the products and the pay plan. Um, you know, when I, this is the first one that I signed up and within two weeks I made double what I had paid. <laughs> so that tells me something right there. And I've gotten paid every single month, um, decent money, you know, easily, uh, an extra 500 bucks a month or so. If not, you know, I've had one, one week where I actually got almost $900 in that one week, uh, last month. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's a good program and, uh, I can't stress it enough. You know, I, I highly recommend it because you've got a, a a product that is exclusive and it's fantastic and it's relatively reasonably priced compared to most of the stuff out there and the bang for your buck what you're getting in results is phenomenal so hey jim uh, yeah is there anything to sneeze at um there's some things i sneeze at (laughs) (laughs) i sneeze at shackley (laughs) shackley what is shackley Uh, Oh, the the, the multi-level, the, the multi-level yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of businesses out there that I look at, and I, you know, people come up to me and approach me with these things, and I just shake my head. I says, I can't believe you're actually into that. Um, Amway. Actually, you know, I don't sneeze at Amway because it's still the great granddaddy of all of them, and mm-hmm. it has made more multimillionaires than than most of the others combined. Um, and I know a lot of them personally. You know, everybody that was in my Amway upline uh, when I first started in 1978 that stayed in and did their thing, they're all millionaires or, or more. Um, so, uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tough business to build. I have great respect for anybody that can build that business just because of the stigma with soap and everything. But they have really grown to the point where, you know, they are the, still, they're the great granddaddy of network marketing. And mm-hmm. even though they're not the first, um, they're the biggest. And, uh, you know, I, Who I was the first, uh, actually there was a company called Neutralite, which was around before Amway. The two guys that, mm-hmm. you know, Jay Van Andel and Rich DeVos that, uh, founded Amway were Neutralite mm-hmm. distributors. They were, as a nutritional supplement and they mm-hmm. loved the product so much that once they started Amway, they went back and bought Neutralite. And that's where the whole thing wrapped, you know, how they got started in multi-level stuff. Um, but it's a, it's a heck of a story. But, yeah, Longevity or Amway is not the first multi-level, but it's definitely the biggest. Um, and, I mean, I've, I've been to uh, conferences which were just a small portion of one guy's organization that filled the Georgia Dome, you know, 80,000 people. And... You know, Amway doesn't really? have annual conventions because there's not there's no place in existence that's big enough to hold everybody. 
They wow. have uh, all the different guys that are really big people. They will have their own events, and um, many times those will only be, you know, they'll like a, they'll have a big arena that'll hold sixty to eighty thousand people, and just be a small portion of their organization. Um, so it's it's pretty wild, and I've been to some of those. Uh, I was one. I was at the Georgia Dome back, and I think it was '94. It was the first time that uh, George Bush Sr. Uh, spoke after his uh, stint in as president, and they paid him two hundred thousand dollars to come and talk for like half an hour. <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> but uh, what did he talk about? Did he assassination? <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> don't even remember. But it probably was, not that. <laughs> you know, it was it was pretty wild. Um, the those events are just amazing, and I've been to several of them. Um, but uh, you know, I'm still waiting. Are you still an associate? <laughs> Do You're I? not an associate anymore. Yeah, I'm still. I still am because I love the laundry products. I won't use anything but SA8 in my in my washer. Um, oh, gotcha. Those things are phenomenal. They work great. But I pay 50 bucks a year just to be a distributor so I can buy the products because I don't know any other distributors I can get them from. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I renew every year, and I, I, I buy enough stuff. You know, and the thing is, you know, a box of laundry detergent, you know, 12-pound box will last, last me over a year between me and my wife. Wow. It's just the two of us. And I run, wow. you know, one or two loads of laundry a week, and that one box will last us a full year. Plus. Wow, good. That's yeah, it's good. it's great what do you stuff. Sa eight. Sa eight is is the official name of it, and um, it's amazing stuff. And I'll tell you what, it gets the clothes clean. It's non allergenic. You know, anybody that has skin conditions, you can use this stuff. Um, it's phenomenal. And mm. you're talking about twenty five bucks or so for a box of the stuff, and for it to last. Mm. You know, the last one I, I mark, I put the date on it when I started it. The last mm-hmm. one lasted me 18 months. I went a year and a half on one box. It's an eighth of a cup per load, and it gets your clothes clean. And anything in it, stain-wise, it gets it out. It's amazing. Blood, coffee, really? you know, you name it, grass stains, nothing. Everything comes out. I need to look at that. I'll tell you what, it's good stuff. Um I'll send you a link if I remember. Okay. Um, All right. But um, the products are phenomenal. And, uh, you know, they have all kinds of things. The Neutralite, you know, I used to take that. It's the only other nutritional supplement I've ever taken where I actually felt it when I stopped. But it's, you know, when I when I got involved with Longevity, I went back because I still had um, a box that the Neutralite came in. And the, the top product was called Double X. And it's all plant-based. It's really good stuff, but it ain't cheap. You're talking right now, I think, uh, for a 30-day supply, it's like 60 or 70 bucks. And when you compare it with um, the Longevity products, it doesn't hold a candle. And I just realized that we are out of time. <laughs> oh, my god! I don't hear the music. Yeah, yeah, the, the music's oh, starting up here now. I'm going to have some editing to do to shorten the show up so it'll fit in the replay slot. But... Um, Anyway, I'll send you guys some links on it and you can take a look at it. But uh, take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. And we will be back on Monday because tomorrow, as usual, will be a replay. So thanks so much for that. You know, guys calling in. I appreciate it, Chuck and Robert. Have a good one, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.